Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. What's good, everybody? Welcome on back to the second episode this week from the Sacred Boys here at the Sacred Icon Podcast. If you're not keeping it secret, you're not keeping it safe, well, by good, by gosh, by jolly, I'm so glad you're keeping it sacred here listening to us. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We are going to have a little fun today with this one, doing a little change up from the the recent movie talk that we've been doing, and we are going to be doing a little live reaction here for you guys of the Xbox Developer Direct, because we are two in the audience. So, Josh, I'll get get with you after we meet at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I like <laughs> yeah. your shirt. I like your shirt, by the way, Phil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brian, how you doing? How you feeling about this, man? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, it seems like it's going to be an actual. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's going to actually cover stuff we care about because it's usually. I mean, if we go off of what Developer Direct was last year, this is supposed to be stuff that's coming out this year, and we're, we see Hellblade Two and Indiana Jones and Avowed, which are three games that I am interested on in on some level so i think this will be pretty good uh they already said there won't be any shadow drops so i don't think there'll be any surprises here other than maybe a release date that's surprising Mm -hmm. um but i'm excited to see this stuff i mean i think i'm at the point right now where we just got through a huge year of video games and it's only halfway through january so i'm like i'm not like eager to get to more gaming news because i'm like okay we just got out of that like it's i need a breather but at the same time it's always exciting to have uh, to have new news here. So um, I think this might be a, a more exciting year for Xbox than than Sony. I mean, I know Sony's doing just fine, and they got stuff like Helldivers two and Final Fantasy seven Rebirth coming. Um, but as far as like big AAA uh, single party exclusive or first party exclusives, I should say, Xbox looks like it's uh, prepped to deliver more here. So we are like three minutes away from this thing starting up. I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, I'm, I'm stoked for it. I mean, I'm definitely yeah. not as hyped as I was at other times last year. But like I said, it just feels like we haven't even had a break to breathe from all the gaming. Because like 2023 was like, I mean, if you think about it, like we got to the end of the year, there was the Game Awards. But then after the Game Awards, the Avatar game came out. And then, I don't know, it was the holidays. And then we come back and it's immediately like, Here's 2024 games, and here's we're st- we're still fresh off coming. the Game Awards, even right? You know, yeah. So I, like yeah, I just too long ago. I just it just feels like a, a a lot, but it's like for instance, like even if they're like, oh, all these games are coming out here in the next six to eight months, 
that'd be great, but I'm also like, I don't think I need any more games in the next six to eight months. I think I have enough games already uh, to keep me busy. Sure. But, um, Josh, let me get your uh, thoughts. Do you think Indiana Jones by Machine Games, the developers of Wolfenstein, do you think it'll be third person or first person? Third. I would third? imagine third. Yeah, because I feel like most people want to see Indiana Jones. I mean, I, I it's a good question, though. I never really considered it until now because you you know most of their games are the Wolfenstein games, and those are yep. first person. So this would be kind of a different changeup for them. But uh, I wouldn't mind if it had first person elements. Like maybe I have to aim, you know, like in first person to kind of look where I want to use the whip, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. swing maybe. But yeah, okay. So we're down to a minute left to test before this starts. And um, yeah, we may have technical difficulties, guys. We don't know. We, we haven't done a live type of React video in a while. But this is this is fun. Four years ago, Brian, we were doing the, uh, what was it, that Xbox? I forget what it was called now, but the, uh, I know the X, X19 or... Yeah, XO19, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually, it was, or no, 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 it was right after that, the Game Awards of 2019. It's when we saw Hellblade 2 announced, and here we are, wow. five years, well, it's I think not. we got a release date today, bro? <laughs> Do we get one? Honest, I think if they show Hellblade 2 at all, again, and we don't get a release date, that's bad, because yeah. we've seen too much sure. of this game, you know? Sure. How many times, they get, I mean, like I said, by the end of this year, will it be five full years since this was announced? That's a long it's time. It's true, man. The thing I'm most interested about with this is, like, they're showing this in January, and it's got a key focus on select games. But what does this mean for, like, the press conference, like, later in the summer, you know? like That'll probably be on games coming, you know... In the future? Well, I don't know. I don't know one, you, of these, one of these games will probably be the big premiere Starfield demo moment. For, for so. the summer, like Hellblade 2, like an hour of gameplay or, you know, maybe it'll be Indiana Jones. I don't know. Whatever comes out yeah. this year. But they might have a little bit more to show gameplay wise of like a fable or something that's coming next year. That would year. be pretty cool. Um, That'd be pretty cool. That's still, I think, my most anticipated. I don't know. Out of all the ones they're yeah, doing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but probably for me too. I got the attachment. So, yeah, like you. So that's why. But, yeah. yeah I think this will be exciting though. I mean, it's nice to see them kicking off with something uh, so early in the year. And it's got a key focus on stuff that I think people want. Like if I was going into a press conference for them, you know, I would love for them to kind of advertise it the way they are. Like you're going to get a look at like these key select games and have that be a main focus. Whereas like a lot of times it's often like, I hope we hear an update about this. I hope, you know, or when this developer teases this through a tweet, it's like, well, I hope this is actually gameplay not another trailer. Yeah. Or I hope this is an update on the release date and not just another gameplay uh, video, you know, so... I don't know what to expect, but uh, I am yeah. with you, though. I am a little, not like fatigued, but um, last year was just, you know, we were so spoiled that uh, I don't I don't need this, but yet I'm grateful to have it. Here we go. It says, do you got that countdown? It's got 50. I got, my, my countdown is currently at 45 seconds. 45. Let me give it a little refresh. They're going to play that weird, weird-ass indie music. Sounds like the shins. I like the shins, though. See, you I, know what's crazy? I've got it's 42, like, 41, 40. I'm at 34. Damn. Okay. Well, Ryan's <laughs> gonna be a few seconds ahead of me, probably. Like I'm I said, running. I'm we'll running. We'll have fast. some. Uh, we'll have some. I'm gonna see Halo Infinite two before you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think of all people, you would deserve to, Brian. So that, so, not... that ain't coming. That ain't coming ever. <laughs> like, is that the Palace of Pain? Uh, Josh, huh. I think it game, might be. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Classic throwback. Yeah. Classic throwback. Oh man. Here we go. Yeah, you know what's sad, dude? If they said all three of these games just hot drop today. I wouldn't play any of them because I'm just not ready. <laughs> you know? I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not. It's just like that I, God of War Valhalla DLC. Cool I, it was free and it hot dropped, and I didn't. I didn't play it either. I'm just. I don't know. Just don't have time for it. 
Yeah, here we go. We got the ESRB main contain content inappropriate that, for children. I can't watch this anymore. I'm too young. Let's see here. <laughs> here we go. It looks to be some kind of studio, Josh. You think that's the studio of pain? What is this? One of those Xbox like studio thing? Yeah, where they're like, look at us, games, gamers, direct we from come the into work. Five days a week. Nine <laughs> Lust, to five. Love, tears, labor, love. You get the coffee, Bill. Four studios. Machine games. Okay, I, thank you for flashing through that so fast. Everyone's waving at one another where everybody knows your name. You know what is sad, though? You know there's a not small amount of people out there right now going, like, I hope they show Halo. It's like, dude, they're not showing <laughs> Halo. This has nothing to do with Halo. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing at that. but Four damn. studios, four unique games. Do you think oh, they, 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 <laughs> do, you, do you think one studio is 343? Do you really think Halo's unique? <laughs> Oh, that's fair. I shouldn't laugh at that, but it, when you spend that much time in those trenches, you you it get that. <laughs> you get that. Like, uh, Josh, I'm not seeing a picture of Halo here. I'm getting worried. Is it not <laughs> here we go, though. Developer direct. Okay, avowed. Oh, nice. You're getting you're getting a look at avowed. Wonder what that's like. This looks. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm just gonna hit refresh. Obscene entertainment. <laughs> here we go. Pillars of Eternity. Okay. Kiri Patel. Yeah. But there's like... color in this game? Bullshit. <laughs> oh, that looks pretty. Ooh. Ooh, Frontier. Hmm. Oh, okay, that's Pillars of Eternity. They're showing footage of New Vegas, Outer Worlds. Nice to see them acknowledge uh, Fallout. Okay, you're saying all the right things. When's that release date? <laughs> Please look forward to more coming this summer. That's probably what they'll say. Hmm. Well, Aor is looking pretty so far. Okay. Got it's that nice Skyrim to see too. in combat. It's nice. Oh, what's that? You're seeing it's combat? Got that Skyrim looking combat, yeah. Yeah. I like the enemies. Oh, it's so nice to see some of this combat. Gabriel Paramo. Gameplay director, okay. Hmm. He could I really like how the, en the enemies look really cool. The he looks like he enemies. could play uh, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> Silver! Yeah, gameplay's looking good. I mean, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing of some of the, the movements of the main character. Um, you're kind of dual wielding, you know, shield in one hand, maybe a wand, it looks like, in another. Get some Harry Potter vibes going on there. Or a sword. And Right right now he's saying that it's it's not a hack and slash type game. It's like a you have to use your abilities in in the midst of your sword swinging to, to get through battles. That's cool. I like See, that the like, wand is an option. It's so cool. Bottom line, this looks great and something I want to play, and I have nothing bad to say about it, but at the same time, I think there's a, a sense at which we've seen a game like this before, right? Like, it's not like this is nothing I've ever seen before, you know what I mean? But Yeah. I mean, which isn't bad. I, I know not everyone's going to agree with this, um, so I want to be careful how I phrase it, but it, this doesn't look like 
the big AAA game that I um, thought that was gonna we were gonna be getting when they showed the initial CG trailer. But at the yeah, same time, it doesn't look like it doesn't visually look too much different from that. But at the same I mean, time. I, this doesn't look like it, the, Josh, the, the but the I Reaper do agree or, with you. Yeah. There's something about it that makes me think like a $40 release, and that's, that's not fair. Yeah, because it's not a bad thing. I mean, this looks like a game I definitely want to play. It looks cool. I don't really have any criticisms. It just doesn't look like that, like, I got to buy an Xbox like, killer app type of yeah. game. But that's fine. How much Outer Worlds did you play, Josh? I played like five hours. Uh, I probably played 10, 15. I liked it a lot. It was just it, one of those. I think it's going to be that size of a game. Probably. I think so too. It was another one of those games I played where I was already in the middle of other stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, I need to put this aside, and I just haven't gone back. But uh, I, I actually liked it very much. Yeah. This looks like that in a way. That, but fantasy. Right. And that's okay, a great see, thing. I mean, this you gets and I me are, excited seeing dialogue. Yeah. You and I are huge fantasy fans. Yeah. Are you on track with me, Josh? Because I'm seeing her talk to a, a chick right now. I'm still a bit behind. I'm just at that dialogue stuff. I'll I'll hit refresh, but yeah, I'm gonna. Looks I like mean, I'm gonna know, be a couple seconds behind you in this. I mean, I just love talking with NPCs. It's one of my favorite things about RPGs. Yeah, me too. Uh, this really does look like uh, Outer Worlds, but fantasy, and that's not a bad thing at all. Fantasies like it's my funny favorite though too, like genre. see obviously this is a way smaller scale like team and budget, but seeing this and then picturing like this same dialogue scene in Baldur's Gate 3, it's like it's not even close, man. <laughs> you know? It's not. It's not. Which it doesn't need to be compared, but I did anyways. No. Suck it up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean they're two different things. They can be enjoyed for their own merits, and some people might even love this way more than Baldur's Gate, but yeah, no, the the difference in quality I mean, is This same. will be more approachable than Baldur's Gate. I think that's pretty for sure, <laughs> for sure, especially for first person fan. Like I could see Colin enjoying this, being excited for this way more over something like Baldur's yeah. Gate three. You know, huh? That's interesting. You choose your choices of dialogue in a box up on the like middle right of the screen. Yeah, the I see that like now. Used to. Hmm. Well, I do like how the conversations are looking. I mean, you yeah. know, I've seen a lot of the NPC talking, and I'm loving that so far. It's probably my favorite part of this. I like this lady who's talking. She seems very genuine. Yeah. Well, I love the studio background. You know, I love that they're actually in studio. You know. Hmm. Okay. Going over to art director, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So far, I haven't. Um, I don't feel any less excited. I don't feel any more excited. But yeah, I'm just right in the middle. Yeah, but not a bad thing. I, I'm right in the middle in a good way. Yep. This guy looks like a bartender. This Matt Hansen dude. Oh yeah, he works at the pub in Final Fantasy yep. 16. Absolutely, <laughs> I would say a pub or tavern over a bar. Hmm. He's got that. He's serving ale, bro. None of that Heineken stuff. I mean, so far, the, the pro to this is that they are showing more of the game itself, which is what we want. The con is, is that it seems so familiar to what we've seen already. I'm not getting anything really too new from it. The well, dialogue stuff's definitely new. And, you know, guys listening, I mean, this is a lot of Brian and I just nitpicking our live reactions off this stuff. But I, I don't know if you agree with me, Brian, but when I was seeing the combat earlier, it felt kind of empty in the sense of, like, there's not a lot of banter going on, like enemies yelling at you or... 
you know, grunting. I mean, maybe yeah, from the brief bit we saw, and I don't know if the enemies that they were fighting could talk either. They looked kind of that's like true. dinosaur, that's dino true. men or something. That's a good point. Lizard yeah, men. That's a yeah. good point. But I'm loving the zones I'm seeing. I mean, that's, I said this before, but I love that this is going to be more zone focused over open world because everything is going to be more yeah. carefully crafted and it's going to oh. feel like less filler, I would assume. I feel like that's a safe assumption to make about this. Yeah. Okay, she said it launches this fall. No date, though. Oh, that's good. Um, well, Josh, we have to give our opinions quickly and without much time to think about it, but I'll go first so you can I can kind of set the, set the bar here. Um, we got to see more of the game, which is awesome. We get to hear that it's coming this fall, but I think we all assumed it was coming this year anyways and without official release date. I don't know. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. It's just... I'm whelmed. This doesn't really do anything for me. What do you yeah. think, Josh? No, I'm about the same. I'm about the same. No hate, though. No hate whatsoever. Yeah, no, I'm just right right in the middle. Like, there's... Right now, if I had to score the the direct, it'd just be right down the middle. Um, yeah. Okay. Are we going to Ninja Theory now? We're going to... Okay, Hellblade. Watch them say, like, it'll release quarter one of 2025 like, come on come i'm switching on. over to the ign stream because i think i'm either right around you or a little just a teeny okay. bit ahead but i'm closer to you now okay we're, we're just going to into the hellblade studio now what are you seeing josh yeah Logic? i'm already talking to a guy so now the ign stream man um seems a little faster yep. for me at least don matthews josh had to switch over to ign because he had to be ahead of me <laughs> <laughs> well you can and you'll be ahead of me but i wanted to be closer i was like Close to 10 seconds behind you, I think. I'll switch to GameSpot. I'll be even further ahead than you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, more footage of Cinema Walking. I need more. Yeah, I just need a release date at this point. I don't even need to see anything from this. I'm interested enough. The, the more you show me without a release date, the more I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, there's that girl, man. Melina Jurgens. Yeah, you're like 10 seconds ahead of me now. Bastard. <laughs> I'll refresh and see if it'll I know it's a different stream but she's a yeah she's a very pretty woman hmm. gives me Amy Adams vibes in a way yeah I get that dude Arrival was so good oh my gosh isn't what it a great recommendation such a by everyone exceptional movie yeah that was so so good I think that's out of all I the movies that. I've watched this year rewatches included it's been my favorite that's awesome yeah yeah it's good yeah, I'm seeing more gameplay so far, and I mean, it looks beautiful. Looks like what I would expect from Senua or a Hellblade game, and uh, it's going to be nice to be back to this. I'm glad I got my Astro A50 headset <laughs> for this experience. I do just want a, a strong third-person like narrative like Sony games. Get. Sure. Like, that's what I want for Xbox. Absolutely. Something I'm noticing, Josh, and I could be wrong, but I don't know if you recall, but back when the Evil Within came in, it was criticized for having black bars on the top and bottom during gameplay. It kind of looks like Hellblade has that. Like letterboxed? Yeah, like it. if you look at any of the gameplay, it, it has black bars on top and bottom. Huh, I'll pay attention like to that. Maybe it won't be full screen. Around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Could just be the stream, Could, but you're could right, be. could be the game. I don't know, but there's so so many accessibility options. With Evil days. Within, they said it was to give it a more cinematic feel, which would right. make sense for Hellblade, but I prefer there wasn't bars like that. But uh, You would think if that's the case, they would give you the option in the settings, though. You know? I mean, you'd hope. I don't think they did for Evil Within, but I mean, who's well, to I say that's Mass standard. Effect in 2007 was like, you know, we got motion blur, but you can turn it off. You can turn off the film grain. But yeah, doesn't mean every game's going to do that. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm seeing this gameplay, and I'm not. I, I have nothing negative to say about it. I just I've seen enough since 2019 or whatever that like I just want the release date. I, I'm I'm gonna play this I game. Know. We need the release date. You know, but I'm excited that they're excited. You know, they're pushing. It's a day one buy for me. Just tell yeah. me when. Yeah, absolutely. You know those people that made that game. Tell me why they need to make a game called Tell Me When, and it's about finding <laughs> out that Senna was I like that. was Hellblade Two sacrifice uh, release date. Yeah, bro. Tell me when. Tell me when. Well, it's just like I mean, how many times is like the the art the, the conversation usually like uh, when are we gonna see this game? When are we gonna see gameplay footage? Well, it's like they gave us this pretty much right away for like five years almost. By the time this game was likely gonna come out. Yeah. So the conversation is more like, yeah, when's the release date, you guys? Yeah. Like, how many times? This is, I mean, but but you know what? Here's a good thing. This developer direct is kicked off with a vow saying it's coming out in fall. It could always get yep. pushed. That's a tentative date. It could always get pushed so far, in the next year. So far, nothing bad about this direct but, at all. Yeah, but we're we're definitely at that point that we wanted to be for so long. Like, when you and I had that, like, um, State of Xbox episode last year, and we were talking, like, where's the games? We're sick of it. And we had that breaking point with It Red feels Paul. like they've turned it around. But yeah. Feels like Starfield kicked that off in a and good way. For life. those of you that are listening to this and thinking like, man, people nitpick the shit out of this stuff. I don't know why people got to be like this. Literally live reacting, this is just what it's going to be for yeah. me, Josh. Like if we came back and talked about this tomorrow, you'd have a, we'd have a different thing to say. But like yeah. this is just it's us making content. A little more goofy content. laid back and fun, you know, rather than like condensed thoughts. Well, I don't have condensed thoughts. My things are bloated. Have you seen my movie reviews? Jesus. It's just like the Bible. <laughs> it's massive. Hmm. Oh, she's walking with an NPC. That's cool. That's cool to see. Usually, we just send while walking alone. I, a, I'm calling it, Josh. I think that I think the whole game is going to be letterboxed, and you're not going to be able to change it. You think so? Yeah, I, I don't know. It looks like it to me. Hmm. Okay, Brian. What What is I still buy it? <laughs> what, what What do you think IGN's going to give a vow? What do you think they're going to give Hellblade? Their score when it yeah. came out. I only asked because of the Starfield controversy. Like, what do you expect? Um, I think Avowed will get an, an eight, and people will be like, "Oh my gosh, better than Starfield." <laughs> and then I think uh, Hellblade will probably get like a nine. Okay, I, I I could see that. I actually could see both of those. I it's would not say maybe hard. It. it seems like it's not hard to impress IGN, right? You know. No, it's hard. I feel like they deserve criticism. They deserve as much criticism as they don't deserve you know it's such yeah, a, yeah. a different amount of people that people see the reviews and just kind of take it under one banner as if it's like one person always doing these reviews yeah but it's just so many different people different walks of life with different things they get out of these games and um so it's understandable why they're so crazy with the scores all well, i think that's the interesting thing too is like if avowed gets an eight there will be people saying like oh this is a smaller game not nearly as ambitious as starfield why does it get an eight and starfield got a seven well, not only is they different people reviewing the games, but the expectations are a lot different, right? Like, I don't think anyone has the height of expectations for Avowed that they did for Starfield. They're different levels of, like, an eight for Avowed means something different than a seven for Starfield or an eight for Starfield. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I feel like expectations, no matter how much we try to like shelve those, they are always a part of something we're interested in. You know, whether it's yeah. like a sequel and we're hoping it's as good as the one we loved, or it's this thing we've been looking for for the longest time, and we're like, oh, I hope this you know, lives up to all our hopes and dreams and how much time I've invested in getting myself excited for this experience. Hard to deliver on that, but some games, you know, it's a lower ceiling. Some games, it's higher. 
Out of these four games, I actually I can't remember what the fourth one is, but Avowed, Hellblade, and um, oh, it's Doctor Jones. Jones. Which which is the one like right now in this moment that you're? What's the one? If you were gonna buy one day one and be hyped, which one is most likely to be that one of these? Indiana. Indiana. Well, you you look at uh, Kingdom of the or not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I do like that movie, but I know a lot of people don't. But um, Doll of Destiny really had a rough reception. Didn't make a whole lot of money. Indiana Jones is at a point where it's like this movie comes out and you want to see it have the impact that something like Top Gun Maverick does coming out so long after a previous film and applying to an older generation, but sort of welcoming in the new. But it's it's back as a farewell movie. It's not kicking off. Uh, you know, it's not like a. A reboot, you know, a soft reboot or anything. It's just coming back yeah. for for a one-off adventure and going home. And the reception of that, I don't think, was at all what anyone was hoping for or expecting. Uh, the movie, I liked aspects of it, but it, it underwhelmed me. And I won't poo-poo on it, but um, yeah, it kind of made me sad. Which did you like and better, Kingdom of the Crystal School or Dollar Dust? Kingdom. I think I think Kingdom is just a genuinely better film um, mm. overall. But uh, Would you say that's in line with the mainstream opinion or no? I, I have no idea. Yeah, Which I one's think more so. Well, I think unfortunately it's kind of like where people see Dial and they're like, "Oh, damn! This made me a fan of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull." Oh, this May twenty first! Holy shit, Josh! Wow, that's insane, bro. That's awesome. I'm that excited. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Okay, my expectations have been raised by this direct. Unknown okay. user is waiting in the lobby. Okay, but yeah, I wow. think um, for a lot of people, Dial of Destiny um, made them May retroactively uh, enjoy King of the Crystal. I'm so. I'm so uh, sorry, Josh. I know you're still talking about... No, it's okay. We can move on. We got to talk about... Man, May 21st, guys. I'm really stoked about that. That's on my... I'm picking that up day one, for sure. Well, that's awesome. That's not a... That's like second quarter. So, that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. This is the Dawn Trail um, MMO Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Oh, okay. This actually got spoiled a few days ago. I don't know if you knew that, Josh. I did not. What's yeah, this they, called? Uh, somebody leaked it. Uh, it's the Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO, coming to Xbox. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. I wish I was interested. Look at the little cool little creatures they're designing. Oh, oh sitting wait. there at the computers. This is Visions of this Panna? Is, okay, oh, I thought secrets, this was going to oh, be Oh, yeah. Like no, you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't I'm know. off. I'm here for the, it. The thing that I was referring to being leaked a few days ago was... Final Fantasy fourteen stuff for uh, Xbox, but maybe I'm mistaken for if that has anything to do with this. Well, I do want to see a little bit more of this. They're going through the little series of mana games that they put out, which but looks to be a lot. They're crying little. out, going like, oh, thanks, Square. No Final Fantasy seven remake, but we get the mana series. <laughs> you know what? I just think it's important and cool that Xbox is still is dipping. This is the most I feel like Xbox has ever dipped their toes in the Japanese market, trying to get yeah. those sorts of games, you know, JRPGs. The last time was like early 360. Yeah, and it felt like they gave us like Blue Dragon and oh, the, that other game I'm forgetting that was from a Final Fantasy, a Lost Odyssey. Um, it felt like they gave us those and they kind of went, went out, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like they just kind of moved yeah. on and I feel like I've only seen them try to dip their feet more, whether this was getting, you know, certain games through Game Pass or um, stuff like this coming. Uh, you know, getting uh, Dragon's Quest. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I like I, I like how much they have planted their feet, and they're trying to build momentum with the Japanese audience, um, but also just Americans who, or you know, the the more Western audience in general, just who prefers um, Japanese games. 
Dude, the creator of the Mana series looks like a final boss in a video game. Dude, no. he really does. He's got slicked back gray hair. He's got a black leather jacket underneath that black button-up shirt. I think he's shirt. got a tooth hanging from his necklace. Bro. It's like a shark tooth. He's that dude you got to meet <laughs> at the end of the hallway in the room, man. You know what I'm saying? He's standing there with two, you know, like flanked by two guards. Like, oh, definitely not a shark tooth, but it, it helps build my narrative. Yeah. He's like, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. And I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, you dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you dumb motherfucker. What did if, I if do? If you can't say zero or one percent, what percent chance do you have of buying um, the next Mana game? Day never going to play it? Never going to? Never going to? No, I said you can't say zero or one percent. Oh, I can't what say zero or one? Okay. Um, what percent chance? Six. Are you going to? Six percent chance. Six? Not a diss on the game, okay, guys. So you went from you went from none and, you, and I said you couldn't do none or one, and you didn't bother going with two. You skipped to six. Well, what the six is here? the six is me, my positivity pushing it up and trying to say, look, it's nothing against this game. This game looks fun in of itself. I know it's going to appeal to a lot of people. I'm not sitting here saying this game's mid, this game's trash. I just I know who I am as a gamer these days and how much more my time is shifted to movies. And I just know that like I'm seeing how we're seeing like open world travel right now on top of this giant horse looks like a giant direwolf of some kind, and. Um, you know, I just know that, like, that's too much. Like, there's so many more open-world games that I'm interested you in over this. lost him Direwolf. <laughs> and uh, I'm just not gonna... I'm not gonna have time. You heard it here first, guys. There's a 6% chance Josh is buying the mana game this year. That's right. One. Please look forward to that. Ask me what chance there is for me, Josh. <laughs> what chance is there for you, Brian? Zero. Oh, you can't say zero, Brian. Give me a Oh, are you gonna make the same rule for me? Yeah. Okay, then 2%. There's a 2% chance. What's pushing it up to two? Because you were at zero. Um, because my rule was you can't say zero or one, so I figured that was the same rule for you. That's pretty good. Um, That's pretty good. Also, I'm one. I'm one third as excited as you. Josh is three times as excited as I am for this Mana game. Go ahead, what? Josh. Pop off. It's got pretty callers. Uh, this is my most anticipated game I've ever looked forward to in my life. My whole hopes and dreams are applying on this game. Not getting married, not having children, or, or forming a legacy. It's all coming down to this game, guys. That's what it is about. Josh is like 86. You know, doesn't He's matter. In a rocking chair. Back pain, bulging discs in my back, degenerative disc like, disease. Josh, doesn't why make did a you difference. never have kids? <laughs> why did you play? never have kids? Too busy. It too was busy the visions playing. of Mana. Too busy playing visions of mana, having visions of man on my sleep to ever, you know, procreate, okay? Not going to mess with that. Too busy playing this game. This game is everything. When I'm done with it, I'm just going to start at the beginning. I'm going to go right back. It's like that one Futurama ending. Just going to go right back to the beginning in full circle. Look at this group of this people. Beautiful. They love what they're working on. They clearly love I'm so glad to see this. My favorite developer studio. We're going to look at them floating in the air, hacking and slashing, giving me those Kingdom Hearts vibes. I miss Kingdom Hearts. I said, we got you covered. Look at this fucking game, hacking and slashing. Look at how dead this world looks. I'm like, it don't look dead to me, guys. It looks plenty of life. <laughs> look at that guy Josh with that has like this t-shirt. beautiful supermodel wife, and she's like, Josh, I've had enough. It's me or Visions of Mana. And Josh says, baby, you knew the truth from the beginning. It's always Visions of Mana. I, I go lean she up walks to out. my Xbox, and I'm like, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave you. <laughs> and then you find out Vision of Man is like a timed exclusive to Sony. It doesn't come to Xbox for three months later, and you're like, "Baby, come back! <laughs> I gotta need you for three more months." Yeah. Look at them fighting plants, man. Oh my goodness, it's just so cool. It covers everything I've ever wanted in a game: fighting giant plants, having crazy hair, swinging swords that are lit on fire. See, and you know what's nice, Josh, about What's us that, not Brian? being professionals? If we were like working at a IGN or a GameSpot or something. We would need to not lie, but we need to be like we need to show some enthusiasm and like more more um, 
respect for these games we're not interested in. But since we're not professional, we're just like, I don't give a shit. About well, you this. just made me realize, you know, I need to, <laughs> like, it's okay to be more lax and savage. It doesn't mean anything. Just having fun. I'll ingest. I'll be more, I'll be more uh, normal Joshy when we come back for next week's episode. If we don't buy Visions of Mana, that dude's definitely going to kill us. <laughs> Dude, he's got a shark tooth around his neck. Uh, showing up with the, you know, like the Bane hand. You think you're on shot? You think you can't buy Visions of Mana? He looks like he just killed Neo and took that jacket off of him. Well, I like how wholesome this guy looks with his glasses and everything. You know what I mean? He's, I think his shirt's buttoned up a little too high. Visions of Mana, Square Enix, Xbox Series, Xbox PC, Summer 2024. Oh, my goodness. I got to move aside my whole schedule for this game. Man. So we got this and Senua Saga for summer. Man, I can't wait to do 17 okay. episodes on this game. Let's back up and be serious for a moment, Josh. I just want to say I am actually, as far as like Xbox goes, I am really impressed by this because getting the direct from them in in January, like they didn't even used to do directs. Now they're doing directs. They're doing one in January. They're showing off games that we actually care about. They're giving release dates. Man, this we're going is over to Oxide now, but I, yeah... I don't want to get my hopes up, but man, so far we're hitting 2024 release dates with these games. I, I would love Indiana Jones to come out this year, but man, am I not expecting that. You know what, Josh? I'm going to go ahead and say it's a first-person shooter game, and it's coming out this year. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to be bold. Indiana Jones in the buttholes of Bangladesh. Josh, do you think uh, this studio ever got sued uh, for naming their company Oxide, the final boss character of Crash Team Racing? Oh, absolutely. You know that was a, a threshold they had to cross in the beginning. That was a big problem. How are we going to deal with the uh, Crash Team suing us? I mean, look at what Rockstar's doing, you know? so yeah, remedy? <laughs> we joke, but it's always possible. You never know. Josh, what is the percent chance you'll buy this game called Aura Day 1? What percent? Can't say 0 or 1. 2. That's a two. Uh, two. I'm going to hit you on that one with the second. Wow. What about you? Wow, less thus, less than Visions of Mana? You have a better Man, chance of Visions of Mana, bro. Coming full circle in my life. I've been waiting for a game like this. Sometimes you think you know what you want based on all your experiences leading you up to where you are now in your life, and then something just comes out, and you're like, this is what I've gotten through every day of my life for, and it's Visions of Mana. I'm going to go ahead and say what about that you, though? There's a 10% chance of me buying this. What's pushing it up to 10? Uh, I don't want to be a dick like you and say 2%. <laughs> <laughs> you butt nugget. I love That's it, though. Reason. I love it, though. Having fun. You know, it's uh, great, though, Josh. Even though I said 10%, I know in my heart that other 90% is going to sway me to never buy this game. <laughs> well, you know, but, in all seriousness, we're, I know we're bouncing back and forth, having a, having a little more fun, but also trying to be serious, too. This does look pretty, though. I love its art design. Um, how would I love the way looks? they're deep diving with the studios. This Absolutely. is everything I wanted from Xbox last year and the ten years prior. Honestly, yeah, like this is exactly well, this is the what type I asked of stuff for. too. That like when it's a game that I'm really interested in, I go back and I like I would literally look at like each frame of gameplay that they show. You know, like normally. Yeah, but um, hasn't happened here. But uh, you know, okay, Josh, I want you to give me two. I want you to give me a serious guess, guess, and a joke guess. The reason I, I want a joke one and a serious one is because if I just ask for a serious one, you definitely give me a joke one. So a joke one and a serious one. Give me the subtitle of the Indiana Jones game. Oh, serious you didn't one hear it earlier? One. I said Indiana Jones it? in the buttholes of Bangladesh. I knew there were going to be buttholes. There was no chance. <laughs> I knew there were going to be buttholes. Be buttholes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, give, me a, uh, give me a serious one. Oh, man, let me see. I don't know. 
Okay, I'll give you my. I'll give you yeah, my. Give goofy. me one if you got some already loaded up. My goofy one is gonna be uh, Indiana Jones and the Goatee of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> the Goatee of Germany. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm an okay, idiot. what's the serious one? I mean, no, you have to go next. You have to oh, go I got to go next one. with the serious one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm so stupid. I don't know Indiana Jones and the Mask of the Phantom. You know, I don't. I don't okay, know. That's it's all more right. fun. Now more explain fun to me the goofy. plot of your. Go- explain to me the plot of your goofy one. Oh, the buttholes of Bangladesh. Yeah, how's that uh, go? Man, I don't know. Just colon treasure uh, out in Bangladesh, and uh, but there's good ones and bad ones, and Indiana Jones is sort of there, and he's got a rival. You know, at the same time, it takes place in like let's see. Dial of Destiny takes place in the early, you know, the, well, no, I think that's the late 60s. This takes place in the early 60s, and, uh, you know, he's on a race. He's on a race. They want to solve this thing that's going on, and there's this big old butthole statue made out of pure copper. And, uh, you know, it's <laughs> gone missing. That stuff's worth money. <laughs> People worship it. They go up every day and like, oh, just, just give a little kissy. And uh, that becomes the big... Uh, you know, I don't know. I got nothing in this. I got nothing okay, in this. I'll give you my plot, Josh. This, uh, whatever this is, and I'm just, you, I'm dying, Brian. You want to hear the plot of uh, the, the goatee of Germany, the Indiana Jones and the goatee of Germany? Yeah. It's set in a dystopian future, like it's like Blade Runner time, like it's like, it's like literally like the year 2110. Yeah. It's called Indiana Jones and the goatee of Germany, and he goes to Germany, and this at this point in time, nobody has facial hair, but one man in Germany has a goatee. And the tagline of the movie is "Find the goatee, find the treasure." And the whole movie, you just gotta—he's just looking for the guy with the goatee. And when well, he finds about, the guy with the goatee, okay. when he finds the guy with the goatee, he's got gold in his pocket. Gold in his pocket. What is he look like a fucking leprechaun, bro? Indiana Jones and the leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> They're after me, lucky charms. That those lucky charms belong in a museum. Oh my god, I would eat that up. Indiana Jones and the Terror of Timbuktu. I'd go. I'd, I'd play that game. I don't know what that means, but uh, I'd check it out. I don't care about this game, Brian. I don't care about this game right now. No, this is nothing I would ever play. That's what we're talking. That's what we're talking about. Made up Indiana <sighs> Jones stuff. I'm gonna man, think look. of my serious name though, because I've already okay, done my go joke ahead. one. Go ahead. What was your serious one again? You said something Phantom. Indiana Jones and the Mask of the Phantom. I'm gonna say um, Indiana Jones and the. Mm, I've got it on the tip of my tongue. I'm thinking it through. I need a word that starts with a C. Cookie. Um, no. Coochie. <laughs> that doesn't gonna be serious, Josh. Um, Who says I can't be serious, Brian? Hmm. I'm still thinking. I'm thinking it's gonna be like Indiana Jones in the Cavern of something. In Indiana the Cavern Jones of and the Commodore's Quest. <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Cavern. Oh, the Indiana Jones in the Cavern of Canaries. Okay. <laughs> How about Indiana Jones goes to Bass Pro Shops? Probably be a quicker development time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sees everything in there. He's like, these fishing poles belong in a museum. You know what's crazy, Josh? Like, this is going to sound like a complete joke, but I'm dead serious. Redfall interests me 50 times more than this game. Yeah. This isn't our type of game. No. I know it's going to have it so. And this is all that was just pretty fun. cool. That chick had a hammock underneath her desk that she was working at. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> that kind of sad though, in a way. Probably means she's working long hours. Has got, has got to sleep there and dream about uh, how much she'd rather be working on an Indiana Jones game. What Indiana think, Jones: uh, The Quest for Camelot. 
Indiana Jones time travels again. He's like, oh, man, I just want to stay here at this point in history. I couldn't do it in Dial of Destiny, so I'm going to do it here. Oh, King Arthur? Oh, man. What is up, bro? You look nothing like, uh, you know, uh, pfft, Sean Connery in uh, Night's Quest or whatever the hell that movie was. First night, you know, not looking at anything. He's like, I, who is that? Sean Connery. I'm just King Arthur. I think know, people listening right now the Black are thinking, Plague. We lost these guys. <laughs> Josh, read my uh, read my recording name and tell me what you think it means. Which recording name. Let's see here. Shitter, uh, shittier, shitter island toilet paper offshore. Uh oh. Let me see if I can read that real fast. Shitter island toilet paper offshore. Uh oh. <laughs> it's 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 the it's the movie Shutter Island, but it says Fall 2024 for Aura. That's another 2024 release. Josh, you interrupted my story about Shitter Island to talk about this developer direct. <laughs> what were you saying, Brian? <laughs> I was just going to say that it's like Shutter Island, but it's called Shitter Island. Everybody's got a shit, but it's an island, and there's no toilet paper. And the only way to get toilet paper is to go to the grocery store, and it's offshore. So when they shit, and they don't have any toilet paper, and they can't get to the, the grocery store, it's like, uh-oh. That's my story. That was definitely more important than the release date for Aura. I mean, maybe. All right, guys. Back to serious mode. Here we go. Machine, <laughs> machine games. games now. Indiana Jones and the goatee of Germany or the butthole of Bangladesh. Here we go. Better not be just concept art. Yeah, concept art coming 2028 is what they'll say. Okay. I would not mind. I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to adapt to one of the actual movies, but I wouldn't have minded that either. Oh, I thought they were going to call it Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm like, okay, we already did that one. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of bogus, bro. They just skipped the last two movies. You see, they only showed up to Last Crusade. Come on, man. Kingdom of the hey. Crystal School gets such a bad rap. Well, what about Dial of Destiny? They didn't say that one either. That's true. That's just Kingdom is where it started for people. It was ridiculous. Uh, there's there's Todd Howard. There's uh, Michael Scott 2.0. <laughs> Maybe he'll be in the new office. Oh my god, I would love that. This sounds like a calm Michael Scott. Look at him walking in the studio. Not even talking about any of you know. Ty Steady. Howard's like, near the end of production on Starfield, I really wanted to work on Indiana Jones, so I just gave up and quit. We basically <laughs> released Starfield at 80% development. Uh, they were like, I went to Lucas, Todd's like, I went to Lucasfilm, and I pitched them this game, and they were like, no, nah, we're moving in a different direction. And then he walks... He opens the door and he's about to leave and he looks back and he goes, you have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like Michael Scott. <laughs> and you think, I am Beyonce always. <laughs> yeah, it's Britney, bitch. All right, first look, Josh. Here we go. You're probably ahead of me, so you're probably seeing yeah. me. Yeah. You're in the future. All right, let's go see. Let, come on, let's see his face. Come on. Okay. Well, I love how this looks. Hmm. Watch it not be uh, Harrison Ford. It's, it's going to be Harrison. You it's going to be the guy from Solo. <laughs> Alden, <laughs> Alden or whatever. Reich, no. yeah. He's, he was great, though. There's Dr. Jones. Okay. First oh, or third person. A little bit familiar tones. We see the splash of Lucasfilm Games. Indiana's standing there in a forest. Okay. Okay. I don't want to get too excited. First person. First person, Brian. I was right? Yeah. So you're ahead of me. Oh, this looks so Dude, cool. This this literally looks like Wolfenstein, but it's Indiana Jones. I knew it was going to be first person. 
This looks really cool. This does. It has the look oh of Oh my gosh, right. please come out this year. A little bit of puzzle solving. So you get like almost like some Uncharted puzzle solving, but in first person. And I love Uncharted, guys. It's not Josh, a- if this comes out this year, is this our most anticipated Xbox game? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I think it probably is. Well, it's going mean, to scratch that Wolfenstein itch too, right? Oh, there he is. Yeah, swinging. I, I would think so. It'd be this or Wolfenstein, or this or Hellblade for me. Well, I'm curious. Do we got Harrison here doing the voice, or do we got kind of a, a likeness? I mean, Harrison seems pretty game for most stuff nowadays. Oh, he just whipped somebody off a off a ladder, reaching his hand oh, and a spider cool. in a hole, and a spider's crawling on it. This looks awesome. Like I'm, I'm stoked for this game. So cool. First person man. whip. You think the song "Now Watch Me Whip, Now Watch Me Nene" will be in this? Oh man, in the credits for sure. Okay. Oh, a little bit of third person swing in there for a moment. It looked like. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it does sound. It definitely sounds like it's not Harrison Ford. That's okay. I mean, that, I mean, it makes sense. I think, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a sound alike. Well, I mean, the weirdest thing is, is like Act One of um, Dial of Destiny has the de-aged Indiana Jones, but yeah. it like and it looks mostly pretty good at most of the time. I feel like, but. When he talks, it's still you're still hearing 80, 80s Harrison Ford. Like they didn't try to de-age, oh. digitize his voice. It's weird, huh? That's interesting. They didn't go through the effort to just yeah. do that. This game looks awesome, Josh. It does. And I have a lot of faith in going to solve a mystery, a puzzle. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle is that it? Yup, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Oh, I forgot, Josh. That was leaked. We already knew that. Okay. Huh. Well, I didn't. That not. was leaked like a couple weeks ago. Man, go to Germany for nothing. Okay, when's it coming out? <laughs> Bottles of Bangladesh was a better title, but... Uh, You're right. No release date yet, but they're still talking about it. Oh, come on. So this is going to be 2025, I'm betting. Come on. Don't give me a 2024 Direct to play it later. Right? She's a See, cute chick. Uh, I don't want this to be another legacy thing where they just... They just ignore Kingdom and... Uh, They'll be like, in our game, Kingdom and Dial do not count. Well, you know what? Actually, I gotta... He looked young enough in this still to look like it takes place sometime after Last Crusade, but way before yeah. Kingdom. So that's fair. That's fair. But still kind of low-key bogus that they ignore those two movies in the beginning. You should celebrate the entire catalog. There's always going to be someone out there that for enjoys you, Josh, Because I know how you feel about this and like Star Wars and, and this Indiana Jones as well. Do you do you think that that would you always say that no matter what quality the movies are or is it a principle for you or is it these movies specifically of like celebrating think, the entire catalog? Yeah, like will you would you say that for any franchise? Absolutely, or is it case by case? absolutely. Okay. You always know where the peak of it is, the height of it is for most people, but at the same time, there's always going to be to- so many fans, tons of fans for the ones that didn't do as well for for other people, and that should still hey, be at least you stand by that on a foundational yeah. level. So like you know, unless all you're the doing aliens, like, all that predators, all of it counts to you. Yeah. Okay. We're seeing. Okay, he's in first person, and he goes to climb a pipe, and he goes in third. Oh, an interesting, Brian. This is set between Raiders and Last Crusade. They just said. I need to rewatch those movies. Dude, I think that. I mean, if you did that soon, that's another great episode we could do. Especially talking cool. about dial. Honestly, I be honest with you, Josh, I don't even know if I've ever made it all the way through one. Oh really? All the way. I, I've seen bits and pieces my whole life. I don't know if I've ever watched one. Raiders is so even... good, but Temple of Doom is my favorite. But Temple of Doom released second and is chronologically the first one, but you know it doesn't really matter how you watch so it. Temple of Doom's the second Temple of Doom's the second movie, but it's the first chronologically? Yep. Is the third the last then? Yes. Okay. 
But Temple of Doom is the third. Is fa- does the third follow right off the first, or is it not like that? Nah, I mean they all have those gaps in time. Like I, every, I didn't even know until like last year that Temple of Doom was, um, chronologically the first. But, but it's because the movies don't really, unless you really pay attention, you don't really pick up on that. There's nothing that connects the two. Well, I will say so far, I mean, they're still talking about it. The game's title, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but it kind of, the title itself is underwhelming. Not that it really matters, but how do you feel about it? It's the, what is it, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's one of the things that will grow on me because, to be honest with you, Josh, I thought the Dial of Destiny sounded terrible, but now I think it sounds good. Oh, I like the title, so. but that's fair. That's fair. No, I like it now. I just, I didn't. Right, but initially, out. yeah, I understand. Like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull actually sounds amazing, despite what people think of that movie. Sure. I think it's safe to say we're not getting any Wolfenstein games for a long time. I'm okay with it, though. No, but it is, I mean, it's nice to get the vibes of that from this, because I was expecting yeah. third person, and you're seeing third you person moments, see Wolfen- which uh, is really cool. Yeah. Like, he was climbing a blimp, it looked like, at one point. This game looks so much freaking fun to me, man. Wow. What a time to be alive, dude. We're going to be getting like a Star Wars RPG and an Indiana Jones game. Unfreaking real. And this is something legitimately like, you know, PlayStation doesn't have. Though it to be fair, like Indiana Jones popularity compared to Spider-Man, it's not even it's not even comparable. See, yeah, and this is oh my god, this is so exciting because I mean, this is going to be day day one game pass if it's an exclusive. So like Oh yeah. yeah. Like that when we get to that point, like later if this comes out this year and you're seeing like Senwa, you're seeing Indiana Jones and Hellblade 2 and all, the other, all these other ones dropping day one on Game Pass. It's like, oh my. Then the subscription. This is an extremely solid Xbox here. Like, wow. Avowed, Hellblade, Indiana okay, Jones, this, and the other game that I don't. Ari Ara. I think they said Gordy Hobb is the composer. Um, and He's done a few Star Wars games. I really like his, his approach. Hmm. Showing a lot of mocap. This is exciting. I mean, I like, too, in the opening cutscene, it showed uh, Jones in the, you know, kind of buried under the sand with just his head above it, and the bad dudes were talking to him, and, like, it looked, it had this, like, I don't know, animated yet real-time look to it that I really, I I just like the artistic style. It feels like there's, like, real sincere passion behind this project. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Oh, and they're introducing this girl called Gina? Are you seeing that now? Yeah. Do you know who she is? Uh, looks like she's going to be kind of your partner in crime for this adventure. Okay. Uh, and uh, Like basically a romance. I mean, they're not saying that, but he's always got some kind of like dame in there yeah. to kind of... A dame and a, a, an antagonist. Huh. I love that dude's uh, piercings. Yeah. Dude, I am genuinely excited for this game right now. Yep. And it looks visually cool. They're going in heavy on this. This feels like a like the Starfield moment, kind of. Like I know it's not going to be as long, but oh my gosh, I would love a deep dive on this this year. Josh, it's coming this year. I'm telling you. It's got him, man. <laughs> I want it to do so bad. I just don't want to get my hopes up. They're gonna say like November twelfth. Uh, 2024. Oh my gosh. Like if I'm ranking them, Brian, like in terms of favorite to least favorite, it's like 
and it's going to be crazy, guys. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Temple of Doom, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade, and Dial of Destiny. And I have a big soft spot for Kingdom, but uh, I'm sorry. But Why do you but, like Kingdom so much? I don't have familiarity enough. I think it was just a fun comeback. I, I you know, I'm not as uh, big a fan as any of as other people are to their credit, but like it was just so much fun and I loved it. You know, it had that warehouse scene in the beginning and he's like, you know, using oh, the whip with, and everything. Uh, it does it wasted What's her no name? Time. Gladriel. Yeah, yeah, Kate Kate Blanchett was in there. I loved her character. I actually enjoyed Mutt as a son. I mean, I've always liked Shia LaBeouf and a lot of his stuff. You know, I mean, he's just a cool dude. He's a good actor, you know? And, like, uh, I I didn't mind all that. I know the vine swinging stuff people got annoyed with, but, like, I grew up, you know, also on the Star Wars prequels, so I was fine with it. It didn't bother me. Him hiding in a a fridge during the bomb. didn't care. I'm like, this is a fucking movie, you know? (laughs) I gotta watch them all. Do you have them on your? Um, well, they're probably on Disney Plus. I've got right? yeah. I have the four and four K, um, but then Dollar Disney I don't have yet. But yeah, that's Disney Plus now. The Disney Plus. Yeah, I'll have to watch them. That's awesome, I've never dude. Been I, a huge, I've never been a huge fan. Like I've never disliked any of Jones, but they've never resonated with me. Have you? Which ones have you seen all the way through? I mean. I mean, my dad like would watch the original three all the time. I think I've actually seen the entirety of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for sure. Okay. Because um, when it came out, um, well, the original three are so so great. Which which one? I'm guessing all three don't have short round, right? Which ones have short? Just round? the second one, Temple of Doom, my favorite. Okay, that's the one I've seen the most of. Okay. <laughs> Hold on okay, to your potatoes. <laughs> I love you're them probably, so much. Can you you're probably going to see the release date before me, so be ready to call it out. Okay, it's coming up. Yeah, I hope. I just try not to get my hand, my hopes up right now. When I get nervous, sometimes I get uh, this tingly feeling in my left thumb, rather than like my stomach, and I, I'm a little nervous right now in my thumb. Here we go. Just to see this release date. Josh is going to tell me what it is because that rat bastard had to be ahead of me in the stream. <laughs> He's about to announce. Oh, oh come on. Come on. Yes! Tell us. Yes! Yes! What's, what's the he date? He said later this year. That's all. But he said okay. later this year. Will it get delayed, though? Yeah, probably. But, I, you know, it's close. It's closer than I thought. Oh, Indiana, oh, man. I can't Todd wait. Howard sneaking up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I see him wandering in snow. Oh, there's a plane he just jumped on. Oh, my. I'm oh, they got snow. It's better. Any game with snow is better. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. It's either this yeah. or Hellblade for me, but I'm probably, probably this is probably my most hyped game of the year because I love machine Bro, games. Bro, I'm so, yeah, dude. Xbox Series XS, PC Game Pass, releasing this year, it's saying. Wow, Of course, dude. I mean. Oh, thank you, Machine Games, giving me something like that. Oh, That my developer goodness. direct was pretty awesome. Wow. Yep. Okay, they got the outro sizzle. Oh, this is a hey, hey, remember? Look at the games we showed you. You guys had a good time. Yes, you like, you buy. Yes, Game Pass, this is, you want. This is everything yeah. I wanted from Xbox. Dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't believe how good that game looks, man. I'm just, oh my God. That I feel genuinely excited for that game. So it's a day one from you for you, right, John? Yeah. I I mean whether Game Pass or not, but it's a day one, like I have to play it when it releases. I I'm genuinely excited for this game. Now not to take away from Indiana Jones, but if this would you are you more would you be more hyped for this or uh Star Wars Outlaws? Outlaws for sure. Okay, I thought you'd say that. But it's just, it's it's such a different thing, you know? Indiana Jones has always been, like, a, a cousin to Star Wars. And, I mean, I just, uh, with Harrison Ford and Lucas and Spielberg and um, just being part of Lucasfilm and just the, the history it's had with some films not being received as well. The ones are being like, oh, this is the the original trilogy is the best, you know? And, oh, man, it's just, it just looks fun. 
Josh, I think there's a sincere chance. I think there's a really good possibility Xbox has a better year than PlayStation. Yeah. For sure. But I don't want to... Because because pr- Rebirth, Rebirth only counts... It's only like half credit. It's like if you're in school, you get half credit because yeah. Rebirth is not an exclusive. It's just a, it's just a second-party, you know, keep-it-off-Xbox type thing. It's still on PC and all that, so... Well, I know, you know... Sony fans are going to be pretty happy with Rebirth this year. And I mean, I'm a Sony fan. I own a Sony. I'm just not playing that day one. But Okay, Josh, would you rather never be able to play this Indiana Jones game or never be able to play Rebirth? Re- never um, be able to play Rebirth. Oh, you hate Final Fantasy VII, Josh. <laughs> it's your least favorite. Well, that's over now. Switching to Ryan McCaffrey. I'm Xing out of that. But um, okay. no, man. Uh, look, I All right, just... let's. Josh, give me your thoughts. I want to get. A, give me your objective and subjective score of this developer direct. Give it all to me. Here we okay. go. Man. Subjective. Uh, it's like look, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to say objective is like it's a 10 because it was short. It was sweet. It was objective? under. You're giving it a 10? Yeah, Holy it was God. under. I know I don't really give that stuff, but it, let's look at it like this. Even though I'm not personally interested in every game they showed, they showed off actual gameplay from these handful of games. They gave us release dates all coming this year. That is so cool. That reminds me of like when Xbox, it was a couple E3s ago or whatever, but they were like, they were only, I think it was 2022, but they were going to be, the games that they were going to be showing off was only going to be games coming out that year. And for a lot of people, that was initially cool. And then it was kind of a bummer because as we rolled into 2023, you know, or no, it was probably 2021 they did that. But anyway, when we, as we rolled into 2023, that first one up to bat was Redfall and it did so poor that everyone was like, what the fuck? We just came off 2022 with like nothing from you guys. And this is how it comes. Like, this is your you know, kick down the door moment saying, you know, the games are ready finally. And then Starfield. So, I mean, this actually showed concrete stuff. It's given us what to look forward to this year. That sets my expectations for the middle of the year. So then that way, whatever they show off, I can just safely assume something like Fable definitely not coming this year. And I wasn't expecting that, but like this gave me the sort of quarter one, two, three, four window, even though not, not all of that is accurate to what they announced, but still gives me that window of like what to expect from Xbox this year. I can maybe see more of this stuff at the press conference in the middle of the year, but then also maybe see some stuff without the expectation of it, of that stuff coming out this year. So it just, I did a good job. I just, you know, it's a January, setting a good job of uh, showing us what to expect from Xbox this year. We j- I just said on that um, Games of 2024 episode part two that, like, the thing I love is at the beginning of the year for this stuff, whether it's movie or games, there's always that window of where you, like, you kind of have the rough idea of what's coming out, but then eventually they start telling you stuff that's coming out this year that you didn't know was going to make it out. And suddenly all those dates begin to kind of fill out with stuff that, that you can look forward to on top of what you knew going into the year. That's exciting. Um, so subjectively, I mean, it's probably like uh, four out of ten. Um, but what's pushing it up to a four, uh, you know, what's what's stopping it from getting to a ten is like, you know, it's just not, you know, half of the games are ones I'm not super interested in avowed i have nothing negative to say about it i mean i'm gonna play that and i am looking forward to it but you know it's still not i guess what i had built up in my head and i take fall for that personally over the game you know my own expectations of like this expecting that to be but to your credit josh you said it on a much much older episode of sacred icon you said that when they show off a game so early and announce it so early with such little to show it just gives their consumers ample time to build up in their head what it is because you've announced it too early and you haven't shown us or told us what it is so it's kind of also on them that you've built up 
False. I know. I would just rather take the blame than point the finger. I feel like so few people because he's a finger. sacrificial Josh. Not the people. Hashtag rise above. Well, it's like something comes out you look forward to, and then it sucks to you. Everyone wants to point the finger elsewhere. Like, oh, Ryan Johnson screwed me with Last Jedi. It's like, well, like maybe some of that's your expectations too, or maybe some of that is some other external aspects. Like, everyone wants to put the blame on someone else and never take fault. Or, um, I don't know. What do you think Phil Spencer does when he realizes they had an awesome direct? Like, how does he celebrate? Oh man, I think, I think he just tells his wife that he's not wearing pants the rest of the day. Yeah, I think he goes. Uh, he puts on like uh, that song "Cool Shores" by All Saints, and then he like opens up his window to let the breeze in. And then he just pulls his pants down enough so that the cheeks like lift over the pant line. And then he like <laughs> sit turns around, sits it on the window, and just lets the cool breeze blow across it. Maybe why, uh, why is the second most thing I think of when I think of Phil Spencer after <laughs> video games? <'cause> his <laughs> I don't know. We always we always come back to that, but I don't know, funny. dude. But to wrap up to wrap up my thoughts on it, I mean, we can circle back for a bit too. But um, no, I I don't I don't. I'm not trying to be savage or anything when I say subjectively a four. It's just. A lot of that stuff I'm not super interested in, and Avowed I'm still very much excited for, but it's not what I was hoping. And again, I take the fault for that myself, not Avowed itself. What's there looks awesome still. Uh, but the main takeaway, you know, I mean, they showed more Hellblade, which for me, I'm just like, honestly, just give me a release date. Like, I'm at the point where I'm a little oversaturated with too much Hellblade. Not that yep. they've spoiled anything for me. They, I don't feel like they have. It's just, I really just needed a release date. So kudos to them for still showing more, because a lot of people, I think, are going to want that more than I than my take, but um, the biggest takeaway was Indiana Jones for me. That's something that genuinely got me excited, and uh, I love those movies. You know, not as much as a lot of other people, but I mean, I still get a lot out of them. You know, I think for everybody, for most people, they it's usually a dad thing. A lot of dads love Indiana Jones movies, and everyone's got a dad. I know Irwin. Shout out to him. I mean, he. I think his dad was a big fan too, and Irwin really likes him, and he uh, he really liked Dial of Destiny. So there are people out there that that liked it, but. Um, you know, uh, I like that it's set between the first one, uh, or I'm sorry, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade. So Temple of Doom being the, the first, technically, you know, that kind of paints a, a better perspective of this, of just the timeline. And yeah, he, he he looks closer to like Last Crusade in terms of uh, how they're painting his aesthetic, his hair and his look and everything, his age. But uh, I love how it looks. You know, it's going to scratch that itch of uh, not having a Wolfenstein game because we see a lot of that look aesthetically in first person. A lot of the, the visual fidelity, the detail, but also, you know, and having that gameplay of just like beating down people, like sneaking up on people or punching them in the face, you know, maybe shooting a gun or like using the whip and just some elements that are in a Wolfenstein game, some that are not, you know, and that are exclusive to Indiana. But um, the characters, the the supporting characters, I mean, that's that helps make up an Indiana Jones movie so much is the characters he can bounce off of. Um, so he can seem dashing and charming by comparison and all that. And the characters look great. The villain looks cool. I thought the uh, the, the the gal, I forget her name, um, but she looked cool as a dame. So I don't know. I mean, that's just it's in a way it's better than I expected because I just spent so long um feeling like this game was going to be like a, in the distance like maybe like end of the gen type of game like it was going to take forever and seeing so much gameplay already and seeing that it's coming out this year tentatively wow that's pretty cool man how do you yeah feel? i mean machine games has not released something in a long time so it makes sense it's been, been a while, this for, for quite my, a while but, uh, version. oh dang it bobby <laughs> uh, Josh, you nailed it. This was a uh, objectively, this was a ten out of ten. Um, and the reason I have to say that is because if you remember when they did the Starfield um, like E three showcase last year, where uh, me and Josh were in person together with my brother, and we did that whole thing, I gave that a ten. 
And for me, the reason was they brought the games we cared about. They showed us actual gameplay. They gave us actual release dates. Um, and they did that again here. Like if, if it took a 10, if what it took to get a 10 was them only showing games that I liked or cared about, there would be no such thing as a 10 because it's just not possible for them to only show the games I care about. I, I'm not personally care. I personally don't care about the, the visions of mana game. I don't care about the, the aura game. Um, but I do care about Avowed. I do care about Hellblade and I do care about Indiana Jones and machine games is a developer. I love, and all of these games have pseudo, you know, either direct release dates or pseudo release dates. Um, and the fact they're showing off such substantial stuff with like confident dates all for this platform this early in the year, this is a 10 out of 10. That's that's the most I could ask can for. I see, can I interject um, real quick, Brian? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not cutting you off, but I, I, I just kind of want to get some updated takes on this. So I'm seeing um, just via some Twitter stuff, Troy Baker is confirmed to star as Indiana Jones in the game. Um, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then Wes is saying, I'm seeing in the general chat, that... Hellblade 2 is quoted as being similar in length to the first game, and he said not what we wanted to hear. How do you feel that about that? That is true. That is true. Well, I agree, actually, because the first Senua Saga game, Hellblade, was uh, about six hours to beat, and it was cl- it was purposefully, like, it was known that it was like a more AA-sized project with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not as, it wasn't as long of a game. Well, I, I don't understand, like, I'm not saying that that's necessarily bad. I'm not going to say that the game still couldn't be a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. It might be. But that does concern me a little bit because why would you spend five years and just copious amounts of like trailers and hype for a short, you know, seemingly what what, what was once an AA experience again? That That's odd to me. But I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more as, as the year goes on. But um, yeah, that was a 10-10 objectively. Subjectively for me... I'd say I'm about at a seven. Um, I'm more on the excited side, but I'm it's even keel, but I'm more up on the excited side. Indiana Jones looks phenomenal. Hellblade looks great. Um, Avowed looks like a fun time. And the other two games I don't care about, there's definitely an audience for the Mana series. And I mean, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the, the Aura game because I just don't care about it at all, but I'm sure there's probably fans of that. I, I don't mean to be dismissive or, or or cruel when I say that. I just, it just... It's just one of those games that just didn't appeal to me or Josh. That's all I can say. But yeah, 7 out of 10 subjectively, uh, 10 out of 10 objectively. Xbox is bringing it now. Looks to be like it'll be their second year in a row. Um, this was great. This was this was far better than I thought it would be. Brian, awesome. are you are you seeing me right now or are you still on the stream? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at you. This yeah. is apparently the Avowed box art. Yeah, they showed that at the end. I didn't oh, know it was the box yeah. one, though. It's pretty neat, isn't it? I well, like that, it. That does look really cool. Yeah, that's very cool box art. Well, I'll say this too, guys. I mean, Brian, you already said this earlier, but I just want to reiterate for you guys listening. Like, we're so back and forth with this stuff in terms of reacting in the moment. We could change our minds about any of this. And listen, like, we're just two dudes doing a podcast. So I know maybe some of that stuff, you know, if if some of you guys are looking forward to those games, we might have dogged that. Please don't take it personally or anything. It's it's just us two as friends having a fun time. And I know that we know that these games have their audiences and. I get excited. Brian gets excited for the Xbox brand to get all these W's across the board. And we're starting to see, like, especially with Indiana, starting to see, like, AAA exclusives that I know Sony fans would want to have and hate that they don't have it. And that's that feels nice considering on the Sony side, as Sony fans, too, that there's been so, how many years have we, we said as Xbox fans, I wish uh, we had this Sony title, I wish we had that. It's nice to see. You got something to say, Brian. It's that it's that hubris kicking in again, Josh. What did we see happen last year? Last year, Sony was on top at the beginning of the year. Midway through the year, they give a pretty poor showcase. 
they highlight and basically tell everyone, yeah, the future of PlayStation is constant online live service games. We got all these online live service games. Single player is not the focus right now. And then what happens? You know, Xbox this year, look at them. Indiana Jones, single player, first person machine games. Hellblade 2, you know, uh, single player. Avowed, single player. Um, even the Mana games and the and the, the Aura game, I believe, all single player. So, you know, when that hubris gets involved, that's that's where the you know uh, pride comes right before the fall, right? So, uh, Sony better um, Sony better watch what they're doing. Like, I think Sony has enough goodwill and like leadership in the console sales to just ride that out for quite a while. But you know, if they decide to really get you know lenient and 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 rest on their uh, you know these these live service things and just buy up second party deals like Rebirth. Um, that's uh, that's not going to do it. So I'm no. I'm stoked for Xbox. This looks awesome. This is a great start to the year. Four, four um, very different yeah. games too. You know, which is very yeah. nice, very palatable got, experience. And Xbox has always had like a unique palette of stuff, and they're Absolutely. continuing that too. Where that's where Sony is, is kind of lacked. So um, yeah, well, just a different narrative we're going into this year, right, Josh? Because last year it was very much like down on Xbox, and here we are. Like, man, they look to be bringing it. That Indiana Jones was like surprisingly awesome and turn okay really cool yeah i have a couple things to say based off what you just said but what what's um enjoyment factor you know with indiana jones hype factor where you at out of 10 let's see okay so here's how i'm gonna un- unpack this if this was wolfenstein 3 or whatever by machine games i'd probably be like an 8 out of 10 hype okay and the 8 out of 10 would be the pros would be that i'm familiar with it and i like those games the con would be Oh, it's more Wolfenstein. So with Indiana Jones, I'm less attached to the IP than Wolfenstein, but it's something new and fresh. I'd say I'm in an 8 out of 10 also. I'd say this gets me just as hyped as a new Wolfenstein would. That's awesome, Brian. That's yeah. awesome. Where are you at? I think I'm about the I think I'm at a 9 right now. Just to, nice. And again, guys, you know, we, you know, a week later we might have completely different takes and feels and oh, this week is later, all Josh just, would be like, I'm at 2. This I'm is two, all just love an, it. in the moment two. thing between two friends and you're hearing it because it's a podcast, but like don't yeah, again, don't take any of this stuff as like uh our final stance on these things and uh, whatnot. So, just having fun, but I'd say a 9 out of 10, man. I just not, uh, man, I just I love Lucasfilm stuff. I miss those days uh, and it feels like we're maybe starting to get them back, but those days of when they were like, you know, Lucas Arts was around and Lucas Arts was or I, or not I shouldn't say around, but uh, cuz I think they're still kind of around. But anyway, I miss those days when it felt like we were getting tons of Star Wars games and you would actually see some like Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings I think was a was a game and uh it's just nice to kind of feel around this point again see xbox get that but the interesting thing is to me is just what i was saying earlier in the episode of how dial of destiny was really underwhelming for a lot of people it did not excite a new audience like it didn't get younger audiences excited and interested in seeing an 80 year old man do swinging so in a way they had to fight an uphill battle with releasing dial of destiny but at the same time some you know people some people got stuff out of it some people didn't the most general consensus i've seen is just that people enjoyed it a little more than they didn't but they really wanted to enjoy it a lot and they didn't and uh, i'm interested to see how that contrast complements it because there's a different conversation being had if dial of destiny made a ton of money last year was a huge like success maybe even close to a critical darling or something you know or at least heralded in the same way as the original three let's say a big step up from kingdom and now this game is coming out and people are like holy shit like indiana jones is on fire lately well that's not really the case but i don't i don't think 
the movie's uh, disappointment to, to some people uh, is going to affect how successful the game is. But in terms of just momentum, I don't really think there is any. But the game itself looks awesome. The, the well, Josh, this could be this could be Indiana Jones Alien Isolation moment. Like many people, well said. Feel many people feel like Alien Isolation is the best piece of alien content post aliens like I gotta alien, rewatch alien, aliens. aliens i didn't get into it as much yeah. as other people you know yeah. like i love the first one but i know the second one people- i mean i like the first one more too but the second one I, I think is great as well but alien isolation like most i mean most people i talk to it's like yo i love the first two movies i loved alien isolation you know i didn't like alien 3 i didn't like yeah. you know prometheus covenant whatever um so this could be that moment for indiana jones this could be maybe this is the medium that it needs to go into where uh it can it can take the this franchise forward and the thing is this, if this game's good, I mean, even if it's not, well, most importantly, if it's good, it's going to bring people into the movies more, but um, just in the lead up to it, even if it's not good, it's going to bring people to the movies. I know for sure I am going to watch all five Indiana Jones films before this game comes out, and you better believe I'm not the only one this year that's going to do that. Absolutely. I think a ton of people are going to want to do that going into this. What Easter eggs or references may we get from Raiders or maybe some you know, teases of like where Indiana's at and maybe like maybe in the game even mentions, you know, I got to go see my father or, you know, I don't know, but I'm just, you know, what kind of things can people pluck Easter egg wise from that game um, that uh, they might really, really enjoy and might make it more rewarding to watch those movies. But uh, yeah, I I am so freaking hyped for that. And I mean, you talked about it uh, with alien isolation, but man, what if we, what if I don't expect it, but what if that Jurassic park game, comes out this year that's the alien isolation version and i'm and suddenly let's say all that happens and suddenly i'm looking at star wars outlaws the jurassic park survival game and then indiana jones wow for me i'm like holy cow i'm not used to a triple big triple threat like that there's too many games but uh the only thing i don't like about it is the title title is pretty it's too ambiguous to be uh inviting for me like that's the fun thing i like about those titles is uh, how, you know, you hear Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, who are the Raiders? What's the Lost Ark? Temple of Doom. Ooh, what is this? What's inside this temple? What's he going to get into? You know, Last Crusade. Oh, it's a farewell. You know, uh, he's got his father in this. Oh, interesting. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You're like, Crystal Skull? What? And a kingdom? Oh, man. And then you're like, Doll of Destiny. And you're like, Destiny? Does that have something to do with, like, time travel? What's going on there? And you, you know, I get what you're but saying. But then the Great Circle, and you're just like... Oh, so it's like one of those YouTube videos of those guys who like can take a pen on a on a whiteboard and, and just draw <laughs> a perfect circle. You know, I'm just like, I don't know. But um, it leaves something to be desired. But it's just a freaking title. And it's just my take right now on January 18th, 2024 at 3.07 p.m. So it doesn't, <laughs> you can't, you know, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. But this Josh, was awesome, hear from the, Do you want to hear from the chat a little bit? I, I, sure. I, I asked everyone to offer up their opinions to be shouted out on the podcast. So first comes from Wesley. He says, banger show. Avowed is clearly Xbox's baby this year. Um, I what, interested. What you think, Josh? I think it was a banger show, but I didn't get the vibe. Avowed was. I mean, maybe for 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 West, but I didn't get the vibe that Avowed was the standout here uh, at all. Did you? No, I didn't. But um, that's okay. You know, I don't mind that uh, West feels. I, mean, I think that. Indiana Jones was the clear standout for everyone. Yeah, uh, it could be the biasness of me sleep uh, sleeping sleeping in when I say this, but um, uh, I don't. Look, but Wes does go on to say Indiana Jones is a huge get. So yeah, well, I, think, I just I think that's the takeaway. Oh, and he's, he's, yeah, we'll get to those other comment. I love that. But yeah. um, 
Look, I think the Indiana Jones one was surprising because uh, maybe my expectations didn't align with other people's, but I really had low expectations as to what we were going to get out of Indiana Jones. Like maybe a peak yeah. at gameplay, but I was expecting more just we're going to get a reveal of the title, maybe some concept art, a sense of direction for the game's narrative. I didn't expect all the gameplay that we got on top of a tentative release date. So uh, big surprise for me. And maybe, you know, I'm out of the loop more. You know, everyone listening, I think, is more having their ear to the ground when it comes to games than I am to give you guys credit. But, uh, you know, I think that was the bigger get. I mean, and they went out with that one. They opened with Avowed and they closed with Indiana. And and that's not to necessarily say what how they feel about their quality of these games, but. Ahead, yeah, Avowed looks amazing, and not to I, I know me and Wes. I mean, for as much as we agree on stuff, we also always have these like little battles back and forth. And I don't mean to start that here again, Wes. But um, I think um, if we look at uh, Avowed from when it was announced in 2020 to now, if anything, I would say the hype for that game is leveled out. Not not gone away. Not not got bad. But for me, it seems like the hype for Avowed is is kind of leveled out, and I, I feel like its placement in this showcase kind of shows that that as well right like i mean it, it was it was a build-up to you know and the last two things were were indiana jones and, and hellblade so um yeah but i mean if looks great it's definitely something i'm gonna pick up right away josh is gonna play you know what um if i can take a yeah, moment i'm so sorry brian i gotta take a moment Avowed does look really fun i loved the conversational yeah. moment i got nothing bad to say about it yeah. the combat like the way the enemies kind of fought like the gameplay itself looks cool but some of the areas surrounding it looked a little lifeless like they have a lots of detail but it doesn't look like there's a lot of life if that makes sense and you know i'm it's that's josh was watching the visions of mana portion he thought that was <laughs> that's because uh, you know i that's just my take though and that's that might not be representative of the product itself and i also need to kind of like see more gameplay where they're not narrating over it to really get a better idea of like the sound design for example and if these enemies are going to be talking to you yelling at you saying things to make it feel like they're not just like things I'm, I'm waving my sword or wand at but um it looked really cool and you know i love fantasy fantasy and sci-fi are my favorite genres and uh i love that this is going to be set in the pillars of eternity universe and uh that's going to make people either want to play the pillars games before going into it or maybe have them springboard after playing avowed you know and have a different genre set in that universe but avowed still looks awesome i'm still interested yeah i mean it's that's the thing right we're 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 talking about this like you know which of these three games well there's five games here but for us three that we care about which of these three games looks the like the least hype or the least popular? And we're saying it's avowed, but like, when's the last time we were able to talk about the list of exclusives coming to Xbox and discern which one's like the least uh, right. hype right now? Well, and this is just awesome that we have several games to talk about for this platform. One hundred percent. And and to argue against myself, Indiana Jones is more of a an IP, you know, that whereas Avowed is something wholly original. You know, so I can see yeah. where some people are going to be way more excited for that. And some, you know, sometimes with like Star Wars games, something, some Star Wars game might look awesome, but then other people are like, "Man, I wish I could be excited, but I just, I don't really get into Star Wars." I think Wars it was guys. so smart for them to make Indiana Jones first person because when I look at Sony, I think third person, you know, narrative like Spider Man, you know, and obviously God of War and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm saying Spider Man because it's the licensed one. Sure. But when you think of Xbox, you think of first person shooters. To be able to get a new first-person shooter by a badass studio that's brought us Wolfenstein, and they're doing a first-person Indiana Jones, that fits the Xbox brand so well, and it shows sure. the contrast and the difference between the two. Uh, Josh just wanted to say, uh, Tony, Darren, and Wesley all said, love you, Brian and Josh. Uh, can't wait to hear the episode. Um, oh, I love Blaster, you guys too, man. 
our boy Corey Hanks says, the casual Fortnite audience doesn't know who Harrison Ford is. Isn't he in Fortnite, though? I mean, they probably who's, do, right? Who said that? <laughs> oh, uh, Blaster. Corey did. Yeah. Okay. Corey Hanks, yeah. Well, I get what he's. I get where yeah. he's coming. from. No, I, I know what he's saying too. I'm just. I think it's funny. Cause I, I think, think he, yeah, Harrison or Indiana is in that, but not a lot of kids necessarily know that that's Harrison Ford, or necessarily know that uh, really know the source material of Indiana Jones. Uh, Grunt forty five hundred saying uh, machine games cooked with the Indiana Jones. I think it'll be one of the best games this year. You know, it could be uh, this early in the year with what we what we know is coming. I know that sounded like the power. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, can, what I, I was can thinking of Brian. I knew it. I can I can see your eyes, Josh. I know you. Um, but with what we know is coming out this year, I think it's a very realistic possibility. This could be one of the biggest games this year. So far, we don't have the full slate of games. Uh, Grunt4500 also says Hellblade already looking like an award winner. You know, it's funny. I agree with him about it looking like an award winner. But so much of what makes me think that is just the first game and the fact that I've seen a lot of slow walking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we haven't seen enough to make that call. What do, what do you think, Josh? No, I mean, I kind of feel the same. I mean, like, it, I don't, well, even earlier as to what you said about um, what you and Wes kind of aligned with on the, the length, I don't really mind that. That's just because I'm older. I don't though. mind the length, but five years of announcing it over and over again to be six hours is a little crazy to I, me. I can understand that. But That's what sucks about those expectations. That means they developed like a, a year, uh, an hour of gameplay each year. I'm sure <laughs> it'll be I mean? closer to like 10 over that. You know, you still expect cool a little 10. bit of a... I mean, I'd be cool with six if they do it right, you yeah. know, which they did with the first game. I'll take the quality um, over the quantity of time. Whips are such a boomer. I laughed. He's right. He's right. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. You know, and that's something uh, in Dollar Destiny he barely used. He used it like once. So, really? Yeah. That's interesting. That is weird. Well, he's older, and I understand it. You know, so it, so I don't mind it. But it, yeah, I love an Indiana Jones whip moment. Uh, our boy Preyanchu says, I think what Senua is showing is beyond stunning. Hoping the gameplay is something special now, so their third, hopefully, final story is really the perfect game. Length will be an issue, but I'm glad it's not a full $80 game. He says $80 game because he's in Canada. That's how much they are there. Uh, Avowed looks so fun to me. Indie looks great, even though I am not a fan. Uh, what I think is so cool about machine games, though, with their legacy for first-person shooters and you know the Wolfenstein series is, this could be people's entry point into the Indiana Jones series, right? This could be people getting into that franchise who weren't fans before. And I also think it's interesting that Uncharted, you know, one of the biggest PlayStation exclusives, is directly like, like oh, I think it's been directly said by Naughty Dog, like it's a Indiana Jones inspired game, right? Uncharted's like an adventure game. I love. That so I think series. it's interesting that rather than rather than do exactly what people might expect, which is just make an Uncharted copy, which we kind of saw with the Tomb Raider reboot, which was good, but more of the same. They didn't just do like an Uncharted copy for Indiana Jones. This is something wholly original and really goes into what Machine Games is known for and the type of games they make. So I think I think it was a brilliant decision. I think it fits the Xbox really well. It's great to I, see hey, them I, kind of step out of their wheelhouse with a different, you know, IP, but something that's also a little close to home in a way. You know, we've seen Indiana Jones deal with Nazis and stuff, just like the the Wolfenstein games and stuff. But I mean, having it be in first person too, there's some similarities, you know, some crossover there between... Uh, the inspiration, but um, I can look at this now and see like, oh yeah, I can see all those Wolfenstein games were inspiration. I can see maybe where Xbox or Phil or whoever said, you know, wherever the conversation took place to maybe have Machine Games do the Indiana Jones game or with Todd Howard and all that, you know, I can, I can see where the the vision was, you know, in terms of yeah. what they wanted to get out of it and, and why they maybe picked them and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Avowed, Avowed looks awesome. I know we got we got more comments, but Avowed looks really fun. 
you know, it's still, regardless of what, you know, my expectations were of that game initially, Hellblade does not bother me about the length whatsoever. Like, I know that because of expectations, because of the length, that's going to do something, that's going to cause an issue for some people, but really doesn't bother me, especially as an adult, as long, if those six hours are awesome, uh, I don't mind. Yeah. I really don't that's mind. What I'll say. That's if, what's if, important. If it's a clearly nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 game. I don't care that it's six hours. You know, what's fun for me is like with movies. I watch a two-hour movie, bam, I'm, it's over. I move on to something else. With a video game that's yep. like six, ten hours, boom, consume it, get it done, move on. What's my biggest problem? I play a lot of bigger games because the RPGs are usually my favorite genre. I get stuck, yeah. and so much stuff is coming out while I'm trying to play these games when I do get the get, time get or when team. I do feel in the mood that so much time passes me by, and I'm seeing this stuff roll past me, and I'm like, well, I want to try that. I want to try that, but I'm on this. Yeah. If I go play that, I'm not going to have time to finish this, and it just creates this big, like, <clears throat> and sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with that anymore in my head. It's like, it's like, and I'll say this real quick. I'm sorry, Brian, but it's like as a minimalist, it's like when you buy a book. You know, or you buy a book that you're going to intend to read, but you don't read it right away and it sits on your shelf. And every time you walk past that shelf and you look at it, it's almost like guilt for them in your mind because you you think to yourself, like, I'm going to read that book. I can't wait to read that book. I'm going to read that book sometime. Your thoughts are constantly like setting up a cue for you that you don't really deserve to have in your brain. So then every time it's this guilt of almost like, yeah, I haven't read it yet. I bought that and I haven't read it. I, I, I'm going to get to it. And then you maybe buy other books and do that too. If you just clear that out, then you don't have that thought at all, you know? So sometimes I just, it's like, I need a shorter experience as I'm getting the backlog because I know who I am. Yeah. It's the backlog. Yeah. Um, here's a voice clip from Diente. As a first person shooter enthusiast this year, I'm eating good. Got two main dishes. We got a vowed, a little bit of sci-fi fantasy action, mm-hmm. you know, shooting those flintlocks and stuff, shooting some spells with the <laughs> wand. And then, Indiana Jones? Heck yeah, first person. Giggity, giggity, goop. <laughs> you know what I can't believe I'm saying here? Yeah. And this is going to make Deante roll his eyes so hard. I don't mean to do this, but I never thought that of the two Todd Howard games, there's a decent chance Indiana Jones will be will like be more of a critical darling than Starfield. Yeah. I think there's a very serious chance, you know. Probably not as, probably won't, well, yeah, I don't think it'll sell as well, but probably, probably a decent chance. Um, Saren Vea, says something completely uh, irrelevant, but we'll say it anyways. The GameCube was Nintendo's best ever platform, and their constant neglect of most of its killer library is an unforgivable sin. Thank you for that. <laughs> he just wanted the shout out on the podcast is all yeah, he wanted. Well, fair enough, uh, man. That's that's no. That's but a take. I, I do I do love I do love the GameCube. Um let's see, what do we else we got here? Tony says, I need to be honest, I was yawning hard with all the developer talk. Fair enough. I mean I think when it was a game I didn't care about I can relate to, but when it's a game I do care about, I'm, I'm definitely invested. But, well, of course, the, me and Josh were talking over all of it. Man, the, the mana and the – what was the other one? Atlas or At, – uh, uh, Ara. It's like A-R-A. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, but that stuff, you know – that's why I say don't take that stuff seriously. I'm just having fun to pass yeah. the time, and we're getting a little goofy. But, um, yeah, some of that stuff doesn't do it for me, and I'm ready to move on. But, uh, no, I, under, I do understand that too, Tony. Final thoughts, Josh? Are you ready to – Wrap this up. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Corey says Indiana Jones being voiced by Troy Baker. That guy's everywhere. I feel the same way. I'm kind of. Oh, he is. Him and Laura Bailey, dude. Yeah, I kind of don't. Um, I don't dislike Troy Baker, but I'm not like a big fan. And uh, sometimes I just feel oversaturated with Troy Baker voice roles. Doesn't it make you Are, wonder, like, how much money could have been? I mean, I don't really know the details. Let's be fair, but like, how much money could have been saved if they got like a talented 
voice actor to play Indiana Jones who wasn't as big as Troy Baker, right? Like yeah. Troy Baker's got to cost some money. Well, here's the, the thing: one, the biggest name in voice acting. This game comes out before the Game Awards. You know, Jeff Keighley is just looking for any and all opportunity to get someone like Troy Baker out on the stage. And he'll do yep. that. So they cast people like Troy because brand awareness of just who he is in the voice actor community. Oh, Harrison Ford will be at the Game Awards this year. You'll <laughs> be like, oh, I had nothing to do with this game, and uh, but it looks great. You know, it looks great. You'll be like, you'll be like, and the game of the year is is Xenoblade Chronicles. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> they asked me for uh, you know uh, if I wanted to use my likeness for the game, and I said, show me the money. I knew you were gonna do it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, Josh, I I think this is a good uh, part to wrap it up at. I think we've pretty much covered it. We've got uh, feedback from everybody. My final thoughts are this was a badass developer direct. I am more excited for Indiana Jones right now than I ever have been in my life, and I mean that because I'm not a huge fan. So, like, this looks like a badass game. Do you think I'm going to buy this? Hellblade, Avowed. I'm stoked, Josh. This was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. When do you, do you see yourself wanting to watch Indiana Jones anytime sooner, more closer to the game maybe? Um, I'm down for watching it relatively soon. If I can just boot up Disney Plus and they're there, I mean, maybe maybe I'll watch one this week. Sure. Well, I got the first four on Vudu, but they are all on Disney Plus. Yeah. If you got the subscription, if I need, yeah. So yeah, you're if good I need there. That too. I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely ask you. But, but uh, uh, yeah, that sounds no cool. man. This was awesome. Look, I mean, I you know I don't necessarily feel the same way about Avowed as West does, but that's awesome. And, and West is I think West probably deserves more credit because my expectations have gotten in the way. Avowed is definitely going to have its fans, and I think you can only go up. Like in terms of the ceiling, it's pretty high for that game, uh, and how it can impress people. Now that we're actually finally getting like tangible looks at this stuff, that's well, awesome. You're nicer than me, Josh, but I I do not at all get the vibes that. Uh, avowed as the premier Xbox game this year. That's what Wes is saying. That's just my opinion, uh, but I'm not getting those vibes. No, I, I don't either, but yeah, I, I know other people are going to feel differently, but uh, yeah, and Hellblade, it's nice to get a release date. That's what we wanted, and uh, the Mana game is going to apply to a lot of people, and obviously that, uh, I forget the, Ayla? I'm sorry, I forget it again. A-R-A. A-R-A, A-R-A. okay, thank you, but it's nice. It looks a little RTS-y, so that's cool. It's nice to see that, and um but Indiana Jones looks awesome. So, I mean, you get four different games, four different vibes, all having tangible release dates set for this year. That is very, very cool. It's going to be nice to kind of – this helps set expectations of uh, the middle of the what year. What kind of year we're going to have. You know, what kind of year we're going to have, but also the press conference. Probably going to get – you know, for something like – it's fair to say we're not going to – you know, Hellblade 2 is going to be out before then. So we don't have to think about, oh, we're going to see more Hellblade yep. gameplay before an announcement or release date. That's done. We're going to have that game in our pocket. People can be reflecting on that. And then they're going to see stuff, probably updates from these other games that were announced. Some teases, maybe updates for stuff like Fable um, for what's to come on the horizon. Xbox has got themselves in a good place. You got uh, essentially a lineup of what to expect this year. Now that the expectation set, like I'm, I'm kind of beating a dead horse, but now that the expectation set for the middle of the year in terms of maybe what we can expect updates on versus releases as well, they also are in a good place of able to show us what's coming in the future. You know what I mean? Like I look back at 2019, we were seeing Hellblade and we saw the hell, the, the avowed thing. And it's like five years later, basically these games are coming out finally. And not only are we going to see more stuff from that before we have the game in their hands, depending on the game, but like also like getting a look at like what's coming. It just feels like finally Xbox is there. It really does feel like it. If anything, this was the, this was the thing to cement for me. Like, Last year wasn't just a fluke with like Starfield coming out, hitting them having Forza come out and Redfall, even though it didn't do well. But in terms of hitting got those that quarter, quarterly quarter release dates, yeah, it feels like we're there, bro. And that's 
That is cadence, I should say. I'm saying that word wrong. Cadence. Yeah. And that is awesome um, to see. And hopefully Indiana can do so well that it'll turn into a bit of a franchise. But wouldn't it, it feel really cool within like a month or two of each other this year to play an Indiana Jones game and a Star Wars Outlaws and have like this Lucasfilm fall? Yeah. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds really they cool. They feel like cousins. Uh, Josh, here's 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 my random question for you. What bothers you more that the main character of Shadow of Mordor is named Talion? Or that the subtitle for Indiana Jones is called The Great Circle. Which one bothers Italian. you more? Italian's name. Fair, dude. Yeah. Fair. Screw Italian. I do I do <laughs> enjoy those games, but the name just yeah. doesn't feel... Back when I was super hyped for that game and it hadn't come out yet, Shadow of Mordor, Josh hit me up. He was like, oh yeah, I'm hyped too, but uh, Italian doesn't feel like a like a JK... Or not, I'm sorry, JK. Well, um, Tolkien. Like a Tolkien name. Sure. And I was like, Josh, what, what, what do you mean? How, how is it not a Tolkien name? Come on, tell me. Josh is like, it just doesn't sound like it. I'm like, Josh, there's other characters who sound like that. But now I'm just like, I don't like those games, so I don't care. Italian sucks. But uh, no, that's funny. I, I get where you're coming with the Great Circle. It does, it leaves you wondering the least out of all the titles. But uh, but yeah, but it looks that's all I got cool. to say, Josh. Yeah. No, man, this was awesome. Uh, appreciate you guys, you know, chipping in with the community. Great time to ask them that question, Brian. Love this community. Love having fun. These tor- sorts of episodes have short shelf lives. But uh, it's just fun to get them out and be goofy and make takes that uh, we don't always align with down the line, but just in the moment. And if you guys are getting happy. to the end of this one and you haven't listened to the last episode, which was on the Planet of the Apes trilogy, do us a favor and check it out. Maybe you don't care about Planet of the Apes. Maybe you do, but you're not in the mood right now. Just listen to it. We'll put you in the mood like we <laughs> always do. Over here, it's Jazzy Brian. <laughs> Joshy and the trumpets, you know. Oh my God! What instrument have you got there up on the stage, Brian? Oh, I have an oboe. You got an oboe? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Oboe but it, don't know what that me, is. <laughs> call me, yeah. They call me oboe lobo. You know, no, that I give you the go. Oh, I like lobo from Star Wars, and I, you know, that's that's. I think cool. he's also in the DC universe. Oh, he might be. Oh yeah. No, I'm thinking of Lobot. I'm thinking. Is it Lobot? Oh, okay. Oh man, I got to no, thinking, quick. no, no, no. You're thinking of Jessica Chobot <laughs> from Mass Effect Three. <laughs> Um, yeah, from Mass Effect 3, that's Lobot. what you for. Oh my gosh, that's bugging me. Yeah, it was Lobot in Star Wars. Lobo is the okay. dude from DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Right. Anyway. Thank you so awesome. much awesome stuff. for listening to another episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the Xbox Developer Direct 2024. Josh, say one more last thing. Two, more, two episodes voice. in one week. This was fun to do. This was a blast to do. We've been on a movie kick, Brian I and I. I think we're doing two again next week. And uh, Yeah, we'll see. You never know. Yeah, never know, guys. So, But anyway, give us some feedback on this uh, and what your, what your thoughts are and stuff. Uh, but yeah. This was fun. This was fun. Thanks for listening, guys. And as always, keep it sacred.